1: Well, Welcome to Catholic Women Now here at Iowa Catholic Radio. We're delighted you are joining us this morning. Good morning. How has your week been, Jules? It's been good. And I just want to let listeners know if this sounds a little funny, we're doing it by Zoom. We We actually talked with Father yesterday. Our guest today is Father John Clockman. Some of you may know him. He's a teacher at the Catechetical Institute, and he's been down here in Des Moines and, and led some sessions. And he also teaches uh, at St. Paul Seminary in Minneapolis, St. Paul. And he's currently pastor at St. Gerard Magella in um, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Minneapolis, or Minnesota. Brooklyn Park. Brooklyn Park. Thank you, Father. Um, it's the Archdiocese of St. Paul. So he'll be joining us here in a few minutes after we take our break, but to talk a little bit more about what his, what's on his mind today. Yeah. Our clergy conversations continue. So it's a fun little
2: series we're having catching up with all of these priests. Should we start with a prayer? Let's go ahead. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Well, we want to encourage you all. If you're not doing the God's grace force fasting for 40 days for our country to rid of all the demonic and the the bad that's happening out there, the evil, to still join us, to still join us, you can join in and finish up and finish strong. It finishes. It concludes on August 15th, which is a feast day, Marian feast day. How's it going for you, Chris? It's going. It's going pretty well. I mean, you know the, the fasting on Wednesdays and
2: Fridays is you know something that challenges me, but it's, it's a good thing. And, um, praying the rosary and the divine chaplet every day. Sometimes that's a challenge to get in the extra half hour of exercise. Cause listeners, we actually exercise for an hour instead of whatever your normal time would be that you're challenged to do that. But there are different levels. I'm, I'm at the um, red levels, the challenge that I've taken. So, um, you can be more challenged or less challenged on depending on what you're doing. But if you have, you know, you know, if you want to, um, Move forward. If you've got a passion for making a difference in our nation, you should go on to usgraceforce.com and take the challenge for the last week and join us. Um, Every bit makes a difference. Every Mm -hmm. bit of prayer, every bit of fasting really does make a difference. So we ask you to join us if you haven't already. One week. You can do it for one week if you're just joining
1: us. And fasting is so powerful. It's just Mm -hmm. so powerful. And, you know, we we cannot undermine the fact that every little prayer is making a difference.
2: Right. And, you know, as Mary in the world. Right, and as Mary has said several times, um, that fasting makes our prayers exponentially more powerful, and I've seen that happen many times, so fasting is powerful, very powerful.
1: I agree, I agree.
2: Yes, well, thank you Cindy Schulte of Farm Bureau Financial Services for underwriting Catholic Women Now. Friends, Cindy is an authorized independent agent of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, and she is a great person for making those insurance words simpler. For those of us that don't get all that financial jargon, you can go to her and she'll be able to help you with all stages of life. You can find her on the web at CindySchulte.com or by calling 515-226-2111.
1: This is Catholic Women Now on Iowa Catholic Radio. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we are going to be speaking with Father John Clockman. He's a priest from the Diocese of St. Paul. He's going to talk to us about what's on his mind. He's got some great things to share with us. So stay tuned.
4: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Faith on Trial provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production.
0: Thanks to Blessman International for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Every year, Blessman International leads teams of Central Iowans to share the compassionate heart of Christ with orphans and vulnerable children in South Africa. You can learn more and sign up for a trip at blessmaninternational.org. Corral Contractor serves Des Moines and Central Iowa for all earth-moving and excavating needs. Family-owned since 1959, Corral Contractor will complete a project you can be proud of, on budget and on time. Corral Contractor, 515-221-9669 or corralcontractor.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now, partially provided by the Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred, double D, Haas, double A, fredhaas.com.
2: Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610.
0: Thank you, Big Red
2: Q Quick Print for underwriting the sports report. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and
0: accuracy. BigRedQ-Des Moines.com.
1: Well, welcome back to Catholic Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio. We're delighted to have as our guest today, Father John Clockman. He's a priest in the Diocese of St. Paul, Minnesota, and he teaches at the Catechetical Institute, and he's a teacher at the St. Paul Seminary up there, and he's currently serving as pastor at St. Gerard Magella in Brooklyn Park, Minneapolis, Minnesota, I should say. Welcome, Father John. You've been a guest before. Welcome back.
4: Thank you. It's good to be here.
1: It's great to have you. You're going to talk to us today a little bit about five robbers of
2: the spiritual life.
4: Yes, and I'll have a little uh, premise to that, that, you know, why do we find ourselves in a certain condition, kind of a little primer of certain things that we may be struggling with, and proposing two reasons for that condition, and then talking specifically about those five robbers of the spiritual life. It's not exhaustive, but there are five principal reasons that we may be struggling in our spiritual life, whether prayer or sin or growing in virtue.
2: So is one of them the fact that we fear being loved too much by God?
4: Exactly. So we can jump right into it if you'd like. Absolutely. Let's go. All right. Well, sometimes we find ourselves, you know, asking ourselves basic questions like, why do I battle with particular sins that don't seem to go away? Or why do I struggle with myself, my defects, or with God? Shouldn't Christianity be easier? And St. Teresa of Avila has one Reason for this, for this condition. She says that we do not decide to fully follow God because we only surrender ourselves to Him by degrees. It's like we want to test God and grow in trust. Will God provide? You know, it's almost like uh, Abraham and Isaac going up Mount Moriah. Father, where's the ram? God will provide. So, Teresa of Avila is saying to us that sometimes we only surrender to God by degrees. We kind of play a a safe Christianity instead of being more bold like the saints. But I would like to propose also, in addition to what St. Teresa of Avila said, is another reason. And that is, we fear being loved too much by God. And usually when I give that answer, people kind of cock their heads and like, what are you talking about? Well, once they start to unpack it, they start to shake their heads with affirmation. So oftentimes what happens is that we fear losing ourselves in God's love. We fear being loved too much by him because we fear what he may ask of us and from us. Things that he's asking us to give up or that he wants us to do. And we're not sure that we have the capacity or the virtues or the giftedness or equipped enough to do it, so we play it safe. And so we oftentimes just relegate ourselves to a safe Christianity, and um, oftentimes we fear losing carefully constructed identities, how we want to be seen by other people, predictable habits of life. We want to be in control, certain masks that we we wear of how we want to be known, or sometimes we struggle with familiar sins or certain pleasures of life that are just a mirage for real living. If there are cheap substitutes, as uh, um, Jeff Cavins would say, for real living. Mm-hmm. That's one of his definitions of sin cheap substitutes for real living. So we oftentimes give ourselves over to minor or major sins instead of really trusting in the Lord and diving more deeply into Him because, again, we fear being loved too much by God, what He may ask of us and from us.
2: So I'm I think bring on the love but like you're, <laughs> but I but at the same time like you're saying if that means that I have to give something or someone up then I get scared. I mean I know it, I know what that's saying. You know, I, my personal spiritual director, you know, challenges me this way too and um, so so bringing on the love, you know, letting God love me more means that I'm going to have to detach from things? Is that is that necessarily true? That,
1: that is I, true. And I also think that, you know, sometimes it's, why are we doing, why the, why we do that? Why do we have this inclination for self-preservation sometimes mm. with not letting go?
4: Well, I think part of it is, is that, you know, we're uh, spirits in a body, you know, we're both body and spirit as human beings. And so what's most, most tangible to us is the physical realm for us as human beings as we grow in our spiritual life we start to realize the reality the viability of the spiritual life that that is just as real as my physicality what i can touch and feel but jesus understood this This that's why he gave us the sacraments because they're both physical and spiritual realities i eat i take holy communion that was bread now becoming his body and it gives me his grace that he won upon the cross when i receive it so it Jesus bridges that gap between our physical and spiritual reality. So our self-preservation for many of us, as we're growing in our spiritual life, oftentimes defaults back to the physical. This is what's real to me. This is what I can understand. This is what I can navigate. And that's why we sometimes tend toward sin, because it brings physical pleasure. But it doesn't fully deliver. It doesn't make me happy. doesn't make me whole, satisfied. And so we find ourselves wanting and for a lot of Christians even in the church um, they need to grow to straddle this physical and spiritual reality to start to realize the the uh, vivaciousness the efficacy uh, of grace and how it can bring you happiness wholeness healing make you fully alive in Jesus Christ
1: well you know I think that's uh reminds us too about you know god knows and he has this incredible compassion
4: he does Mm -hmm. yeah so oftentimes we ask ourselves like you know whether aloud or in prayer or sometimes in the middle of the night we may wake up we have these careful whispers where our soul speaks to us we ask ourselves questions that really based on their inquiries but also based a little bit on fear i know for my own life i've been praying lord Deliver me from fear, you know. To be, you know, before this assignment, I got here at, as pastor. I was praying before the Lord because I loved my life at the seminary. I loved teaching, doing spiritual direction, and I was lamenting before the Lord before the Blessed Sacrament. And the Lord spoke a very, very calm, peaceful, yet poignant phrase to me. He says, "Stop relating to your fears, and relate to my providence." Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes when we ask ourselves as individuals, depending on what we're going on in life, will God provide? Does he truly desire my happiness? Does he love me in my brokenness when I'm far from him? Um, And if he takes this or that away from me, when I allow him to love me more, then who am I? I have all these carefully constructed uh, uh, masks that I wear and control factors. And if I abandon myself into his hands, who will I be then? Will I look foolish to the world, to family and friends? And that's fearful. And so many of us pull back and we just navigate in the spiritual life. When the reality is in quiet moments, all of us want to live this deep heroic greatness. We want to live like the saints. But we lack that fortitude, that perseverance. This is why this show is so important to the women and perhaps men who are listening to know that there are other people out there just like you that can walk with you that may be further along the road of holiness than you and I are. And they can tell us the next good step to take
0: because
4: they've been there.
1: Yeah. You know, father um, as you're speaking, I was just thinking, you know, do you think that sometimes we just have to let go and lean into that feeling of vulnerability that this happens and just let that be, give that to Jesus in the first step in the first part of this
4: we do you know you know i I had a, a a beautiful opportunity to have a retreat with father benedict rochelle pray be to god he'll be raised to the canonization of saints and he was telling all of us just take the next good step of fidelity in the lord you know many of us we're like the israelites on the exodus um We're at a retreat center or we had a prayer experience in our home or or at mass. And we say like the Israelites, everything the Lord says we will do. We make these bold (laughs) proclamations. And then next week, we find ourselves defaulting back to our old selves. Uh And so Father Groeschel is saying, take bite-sized steps. Take the next good step of fidelity. Oh you know, there
2: there's so much peace in that. It's just it makes it so much more easy. And it's just just the next step. Not ten, yep. not two. Just the next step. There's so much peace and, and you can feel the Lord's gentleness in that. You know, He loves True. us that way.
4: I mean, what did Jesus say on the cross? Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. And that really leads into some of these uh these obstacles in the spiritual life that we default to. Sometimes unknowingly, we practice them throughout our lives in order to survive or manage uh, wounds or places where we feel unloved or where we feel our, our fear, our potentiality, so we play it safe. I'm, I'm going back to that over and over again.
2: Well, this is Catholic Women. Now you're listening to Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder. We're talking with Father John Clackman right now. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about how we can work with God's plan for victory for our lives.
0: What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list.
2: Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line,
3: it's for the kids and their future.
0: Support for programming of Catholic Women Now, partially provided by the Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred, double D, Haas, double A, com.
2: Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic, online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610.
1: Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education. And we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org slash schools.
2: Welcome back to Catholic Women Now. You're listening to Chris Magruder and Julie Nelson, and we are speaking again with Father John Clockman. He is part of our clergy conversations. And when we left, we were talking a little bit about some of the, our obstacles that get in the way of allowing us to be loved more by God, Father. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and how we can overcome those obstacles?
4: Sure. The list I'm giving is not exhaustive, but I found as a spiritual director and as a teacher uh, for hundreds, if not thousands, uh, that these are dominant uh, defaults that we often tend toward i'll go through them quickly um and uh basically the first one is should be self-evident to all of us persistent sins in our life those sins that we often turn toward um it's really provoked by fears and rooted in our core wounds which i'll talk about Um, so persistent sins is the first one where we default toward uh, we fear being loved by God too much, so we turn towards sin, something that's physical and tangible. The other is intense activities in our lives, where we often try to establish ourselves, our own identity, versus letting the Father draw out the identity from us. You can look at First Peter chapter 5, verses 9 through 10, that God the Father wants to draw out as a good Father your identity and the gifts and the Holy Spirit that he has given to you through baptism.
2: The father, third... Yeah. Would that, be, would that be something like somebody who, who's really built and they're they're big into exercise and weightlifting, or somebody who um identifies with maybe their musical talents. The is it something like that or they're refocusing another direction?
4: Yeah, I think that it's more about uh yeah, it could be. It's more about a person trying to perfect perfect themselves okay. versus allowing God to perfect them. It's also a um Uh, as the Desert Fathers would say, a preoccupation with one facet of our life at the neglect of others. So, you know, St. Thomas Aquinas would say that the road to virtue is the via media, the middle road. Yeah, work out. I like to work out myself. Uh, Moderate eating, uh, but to be attentive to the various facets of our life, including our spiritual life, our intellectual life, our relationships, all of those things. Intense activities oftentimes uh, is focus on one thing or a few things at the neglect of the others. So okay. we wanna find some type of uh, balance, really. Okay. Um, I, the third would be undermining or familiar habits of life. You know, I always do things this way, would be a kind of a mantra in the back of your head. This is oftentimes where a person is seeking control for approval or affirmation from other people. So they've learned certain kind of vows in their life. Um, places in which they try to manage their woundedness. So I have all these habits of life that make me look good in the eyes of others. Therefore, they won't see my defects, my woundedness. Mm-hmm. And so this requires some self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Not every habit of life is bad or evil. I'm not saying that. But why am I doing what I'm doing? Why do I choose this sin? Why do I have this, these habits of life? Why are these intense activities so important to me at the expense of others? These are questions that all of us should be asking ourselves. The fourth is and I know I've been down in Des Moines many times uh, talking about logismoi, which is a Greek word meaning thoughts or suggestions. These are unsolicited lies, negative logismoi. There are, there are positive logismoi, which come from God and His holy angels and, and holy friends of ours that. Uh, attract us and lift us up and encourage us. but negative are from the evil one or a place in us that's uh, either uh, damaged or wounded. So not all negative logismoi come from the evil one okay uh, And they often deflate us they keep us unhealed and our woundedness festering. And the last one would be just uh, preoccupation with things. you know people like you know they're all of a sudden they're consumeristic. Um, For us as Americans, um, we need to really define our formation as Christians to simplify our lives, to find meaning rooted in relationships. And really, you see a lot of people, I just was in a cabin up north, and just the simplicity of being in nature and the freedom to pray versus being preoccupied with things that oftentimes leave me materialistic. And away from God I become focused on this world and this material world and not the Lord so basically all of those are based upon places where we're wounded sometimes from our childhood where we believe lies about ourselves and we make vows in order to manage those lies and we also fear people's judgments and so we all of our These defaults that I've mentioned are ways to kind of manage and control our life and not let God in. We need to give ourselves over to Him with what Paul would call a kenosis, a self emptying, a trusting in the Lord. Turn to Him in prayer and say, Lord, I struggle with this. I need your grace. I don't love this about myself. Help me to love me here. I give you permission for your grace to enter this place of my life where I feel unloved, unknown. Um, places such as that can be very helpful and healing and growing in your spiritual life.
1: Oh, that's so beautiful, Father. Father John Clackman has joined us today. He's given us a lot of great things to ponder and think. And Father John, we want to thank you so much for joining us. And would you please give us and our listeners a blessing before we depart here?
4: I'd be happy to. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, our Father, you are our good Father. You sent us, your Son, to show us redemption, and in our place stood for us to bring us healing and redemption and wholeness. You fill us with your Holy Spirit. We are to be sons and daughters of the Father, imitators of your Son, Jesus Christ, and people possessed, possessed by the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that we would have the boldness of the saints, that we would give you permission to enter those places in our life that need healing and deliverance so that we can live in freedom as sons and daughters of such a beloved father. We ask this in Jesus' name. We bless you all in the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you so much, Father, for being with us today. Father John Klockman. Well, Catholic Women Now is grateful for the support of Mr. Haas, attorney at law. Mr. Haas is dedicated to providing personal and highly responsive legal services to people who suffered an injury. Chris and I have had lunch with Mr. Haas. He is a man of great integrity. 515-256-6301. Find him online at fredhaas.com. Fred, double D, Haas, double A. The Iowa
2: Catholic Radio Rosary is up next at 9.30. You can hear it again at 9.30 p.m. And if you wake up early, you can listen to it at 5.30 and pray along. 5.30 a.m. that is. Thanks so much for listening to Catholic Women Now. We would ask you to please consider making a $30 per month tax-deductible gift to Iowa Catholic Radio if you can, as we continue to try to teach, evangelize, and defend our Catholic faith.
0: Now go to impossible things with God talking about the things that matter most to you today's catholic women Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. And Farm Bureau Agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder Every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic Women Now. 1150 AM 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app Iowa Catholic Radio